And you have reached Alisa and Giles podcast. And this is Lisa and Jael Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. And you have reached the Lisa and Jael podcast. Listen, I am coming to you. I'm coming for you. I'm coming at you. But listen, in a good way, in a good way. I am your cure to everything predictable. So people, let's go. It is the 22nd of January. 2023 at 11.03 a.m. Do you know where your people are? Your friends and your family? Because I'm going to be coming to you from the book of Proverbs this morning. Happy Sunday. <laughs> this is Sabbath for me. And I it's, it's all about ministry on Sundays. So... I'm going to be coming to you from the book of Proverbs, chapter 28, verses 1 through 3. And it reads, The wicked flee, though no one pursues. Come. This is the NIV version, the New International Version of the Holy Bible I'm reading from today. The wicked flee, though no one pursues. Come. But the righteous are as bold as a lion. Period. Verse 2. When a country is rebellious, comma, it has many rulers, comma, but a ruler with discernment and knowledge maintains order. Period. Verse 3. A ruler who oppresses the poor is like a driving rain that leaves no crops. And that is the scripture that I will be disclosed on, expounding on, excuse me, in its entirety. Not within this podcast. I'm going to do verse one first and uh, the second and third verse most likely next week. The wicked flee, though no one pursues, comma. That is the first verse. Now, what I like to do prior to expounding is to define certain keywords within that scripture to clarify context. So, some of the keywords I'm going to be defining for clarity is wicked, pursue, righteousness, 
and lion. Now, wicked. What is it to be wicked? The Bible denotes a wicked person. There's several things within the Old and New Testament of the Holy Bible. But a wicked person is someone who can never and will never please God. A wicked person is not righteous, not holy. They don't abide by biblical principle and they don't reflect God's heart. A wicked person is quick to mischief. They have a haughty spirit and they are full of pride. This is what the Bible says about a wicked person. A wicked person even hates God. But if I had to give an abbreviated definition, it would be the former. A wicked person is one who cannot and will never please God because of their ways. You can often tell a wicked person by their activity, by their ways. Now, the Bible denotes us as being his, that it is evident by our obedience to him, to God, and the love what we have with one to another, the horizontal relationships we have on earth. So, we know one another belong to the family of believers, the family of faith, the family of the children of God. By a love walk one to another and our obedience to God and also obviously our love towards the Father. And the wicked person, not so. The wicked person lives completely contrast to the lifestyle of the righteous person. Because love, you have to understand, love fulfills the whole law. As per the Gospels in the New Testament of the Holy Bible. Now, the word pursue. And then I'm going to go to the righteous to, de to define what actually, what is righteous? What, it is, what is it to be righteous? But let me just briefly discuss pursue really quick. So, the wicked flee, though no one pursues God. So, to pursue is to chase after. To seek after. In biblical context, it is to seek after, normally. If you are talking about your relationship between yourself and the Father, 
there is a pursuit that should be in motion. You had to pursue God in order to say yes, in order to have a relationship with him. So pursue is to seek after or to chase after. But in this context, it says the wicked flee, though no one pursues God. But the righteous are as bold as a lion. So the word but directly implies that there is a contrast between the first and second verse. The wicked flee though no one pursues. Now why is that? For one, the scripture is saying that it's clearly saying that the wicked are cowards. They're cowards. And according to Deuteronomy 28, one of the blessings for the righteous is that God will have your enemies depart from you in seven different ways. Seven different ways. Now, the enemy may may approach you in one way. But the blessing of God says the enemy will depart from you in seven different ways. But it is a blessing. Which means. Which means. A blessing. You have to do something to get it. And once received, you have to do something to maintain it, to keep it. So as long as you stay in the place of grace and you walk upright before God, he's only asking you to do the best you can as a human being in relation to your relationship with him, God. But this is made applicable to the righteous person. And speaking of which, what is? A righteous person. So, what is righteousness? If you were to look within the word, there is the word right. R-I-G-H-T. Right is to be right and not wrong. So, in this context, you have the right standing with God. And you are in right standing with God. Not wrong standing with God due to your sins or due to sin. Or due to the activity of sin in your life. Now, what do I mean by that? I'm going to slow it down. I know I'm talking slow already. Bear with me. I don't want to put you to sleep. How's that? (laughs) In order to be in right standing with God, you have to walk in obedience to him and his biblical principles. And you have to walk in love towards other, one to another, your horizontal relationships. Jesus said in the gospel, of the New Testament in the Holy Bible that love fulfills the whole law. And yet I give you a new commandment. 
Love fulfills the whole law. So, this particular individual is completely different from the righteous. This wicked person, they live contrary. They live, it's a contrast to the righteous lifestyle. Verse 1, chapter 28 of Proverbs. The wicked flee, though no one pursues God. But the righteous are as bold as a lion. Now, when I think of lion, I automatically, matter of fact, I got a nice picture of a lion in my house. <laughs> I said, ooh, that's, I didn't say that was Jesus, but you know. <laughs> But as it is, because when I when I think of a lion, I automatically go. To, I automatically think of the line of Judah, which is which is the symbol. The line is the symbol of the tribe of Judah, and that is the tribe from which Jesus derived from. And this is his history. That the actually the Old Testament introduces Jesus Christ. Through a scripture located in the Old Testament of the Holy Bible, I keep saying that because you know, <laughs> I want to, you know, as I talk, I want to reference where I get the scriptures because there's so many, you know, there's so many resources regarding spirituality. I, I want to make make it uh, clear where I'm reading from. So the Bible says, the, "But the righteous are as bold as a lion." As per the content of biblical scripture, let me get serious and get back to this thing. Jesus is depicted as the line of the tribe of Judah. Now, the tribe of Judah is the strongest and the best tribe of the nation of Israel, which consists of 12 tribes of the monarchy of Jacob, who turned Israel because God did a name change at one point. And his two lot his two wives, excuse me, Leah and Rachel. Now when you think of a lion, the lion is at the top of the food chain. And I like to consider myself a lioness. <laughs> I do. Honey, I'm fierce. <laughs> when you think of a lion, they are bold. When you think of a lion, you if you were to personify a lion. This person would be perceived as a leader and a strong leader. A strong leader. So, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. There is no one bigger and badder than God. I'm telling you right now. There is no one bigger and badder than Jesus. I'm telling you right now. And you have got the best of the best of the best when you're rocking with Jesus, when you're rocking with God, and when you are filled with the Holy Spirit that is the Trinity, the Holy Trinity. If God be for you, 
who can be against you? The enemy has no power. Satan has no power, but the accessibility you give him through your lifestyle, through sin, through your activity. Continue to be encouraged. Don't worry about the naysayers. Don't worry about what people say. Just know that God has your back because you, as a child of God, are leaning against Him. And this is my conclusion. From the very young to the elder. Love fulfills the whole law. And that we cannot be cowards. I'm summarizing, I'm summing up. But we must be bold as lions, be just as big and bad as Jesus is, as God is. And as the Holy Spirit leads. If you desire wisdom. The Bible tells us we should ask for it. And he will give it. Generously. Proverbs is a good book. If you are void or devoid of love, devoid of wisdom, empty inside. You want to be poured into. God can do it. Just ask. And in your prayers, they don't have to be fancy and cliche-ish. They just sincere. Just sincere. I talk to God. Listen, man, listen. <laughs> There are times when my prayers are formal and there are times where I'm, you know, I'm very serious and, and, uh, formal, like, you know, just formal. I, you know, I have a greeting and salutation <laughs> and there are other times I'm serious, but I'm, I'm like, cool. You know, we just, he's a friend. God is a friend. He is my friend and he is yours. So just go to him. You can talk to him. Listen, I need to sidebar for a second because I think there's a huge misconception about prayer. It's all about the heart. It's, the Bible says God, man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. If you just speak to him, just listen. I've had a bad day. This person is, I don't like her. And I, you know, what's, Help me, Lord. Or, you know what? Just expressing your heart. Just being real with him. Because he already knows what's on the inside. And he wants us to be transparent with him. And that may be a bad word because he already knows you. He knew your name before you were born. He, he formed you in your mother's womb. So that was my sidebar. Talking to him opens up revelation. And invites wisdom. And you're more receptive to what he has to say to you. And that's it. 
Have a happy Sunday. Enjoy your week. And I I hope I said something to encourage you and, and you know. So <laughs> but God bless and peace. This has been Elisa and Jael's podcast. My people, my friends, my family. You all, God loves you. I love you. Peace. for joining Alisa and Jael's podcast where my motto is you could always be a better version of who you were before you could always be a better version of who you were before